Hello everyone and welcome to the World of Yoga for Dancers, episode 12. I am your host, Sharon Johnston, and in today's episode, we discuss what dance is really teaching us outside of the studio, whilst crafting our art form in the studio. Just like with yoga, the movements, steps, poses, skills and lessons learnt go way beyond the mat. For anyone who knows me and is asked to describe me, the one word that I always hear back is confident. I agree, this is somewhat a true description of me, but we are not born confident. We are born curious and confidence is something we learn to be. I think I am often described as confident because many people see me in only open quote, my world, close quote. Forgetting maybe that it's an industry that I have been in for over 35 years and professionally over 23 years now. Gosh, feeling old. So yes, I do feel confident in these familiar surroundings, familiar being the key word. I can assure you that in many other areas of my life, I do prefer others to take the lead, which I know some people listening today will find quite hard to believe. (laughs) But believe it or not, I too, in my own ways, am shy. Just maybe a great actress. Being confident is something I have learnt to be through my time in the dance industry. Just like in yoga, where the lessons we learn on the mat can help us massively in our daily lives too. It's the same for dancers in the dance studio. However, we don't often recognise it until it's said to us. So here I am, dancers, saying it to you now. When you are in the studio waiting for class to start, whether we do it or not, we know that we need to warm up the body first before we start throwing it around in all different directions, especially if we want to help ourselves and avoid injury or the unexpected from happening. And there are two lessons right there from the studio that we can take out into our daily lives. Lesson one, warming up the body means to prepare for something. So if you have an audition coming up, We know we must prepare ourselves by having our CV right, showreel and photographs organised, travel, directions, audition times, money already saved up for the expenses of the trip, etc. Accommodation planned if needed, outfit and hairstyle planned, appropriate shoes and finally our give me the job smile. Lesson two taking control of what can happen to us in the near future. Nobody likes the shock factor, and there you go, I've just said it. Nobody likes a shock. By this, I mean our body. Just like when we find ourselves in a situation of overwhelm, it is often overwhelming because it has come about unexpectedly, and the fight or flight reaction from the mind has now kicked in. When we know a situation is approaching us, we can better prepare for it, to be able to better deal with what lays ahead and set ourselves up to handle, cope and calmly find our way through whatever it is with a good outcome for all concerned. 
Let's say class has now started and there are many more lessons to learn and use as takeaway. Lesson three, learning new methods and techniques of the same steps for some dancers becomes quite boring and therefore the ears close up and the teacher's voice is switched to mute and nothing more in this area can be or will be learnt. Closing off from being present equals missed opportunities. That old saying, ah, the penny drops, is because suddenly a better understanding of something for one reason or another has occurred. And suddenly it all makes sense and we go forward with a brighter outlook, a greater mood and a feeling of accomplishment. If you move in the same circles, day in and day out, nothing will ever change. I don't just mean in the circle of friends that you may have or commitment circles, but what you do the same personally, day in and day out. Are you simply coasting, plodding through, yet feel that you want and deserve so much more? To gain more, you must do more. More can be changing up how you do something, being open to trying out a different approach, or a new method to something and seeing what it brings to your life just for attempting the norm differently. When steps get more difficult in class, faster, bigger and more complex, a dancer in class is encouraged to keep practicing please. So lesson four is to recognize what you do and how do you react when something isn't easy or doesn't happen in the timeline you were hoping for? How do you speak to yourself? With encouragement? Or do you get all frustrated with yourself? This internal vocabulary will make you either try again as you do in the studio, or it will make you want to give up on whatever it is in your life that you are attempting or tackling at that time. It is important to surround yourself with supportive people and those that lift you up and help build you up to whatever it is that you are trying to achieve. Just like you are surrounded by your dancer friends in the studio who are familiar with what you are going through, experiencing much the same, be sure to choose similar friendships with like-minded people in your personal life those that can truly understand you and want what's best for you, but really want what's best for you. There is a difference. I always think as a teacher, it's quite telling in confidence levels where dancers stand in the studio. I started my dance training on the back row. I didn't really want to be noticed by anyone until I felt I had a handle on things. I then worked my way year by year, class by class and grade by grade further forward to the front row as I became more and more familiar with the routine of it all. And therefore, my confidence grew and I learnt to be confident. However, I would always stand on the second row of an audition at first and as soon as the dance routine was in my body, I would then smash it out front and centre to ensure I was noticed and that the job was mine. Yes, that, that job belongs to me. Thank you. Also, in my very nice red crop top, I must add. <laughs> it actually still fits me. I'm really quite chuffed. I think it's just the elasticity has slacked in the wash, maybe. 
anyway, I digress. So, lesson five from the studio and into our daily lives is where do you stand in your own life? Are you a spectator of your own life and simply just on the sidelines? Do you step back to let others go first and you finish with the whatever's left? I don't mean manners here, like letting someone through the door first, etc. That's just about being respectful and kind to others. No, I mean, do you enter situations holding back, not really wanting to be seen, maybe not revealing your true and full self from the beginning, or even at all? Are you stepping forward in situations as they become more and more familiar? Or are you standing still and find yourself in the same position you were in a few years ago, which is maybe no longer where you feel you should be? As a dancer, we want to be on the front row in every show and be given a role, a solo, or even just a moment. That happens for us when we give our all in classes consistently and become what is called a consistent and reliable dancer. One that choreographers can trust in with their creations. So lesson six is right there. But staying on lesson five for now, is what you are demonstrating in class, who you really are. What you demonstrate daily in your life outside of the studio also, is that who you really are? Does the wish match the behavior? If it doesn't, what can you do to change it? So finally on to lesson six. What do you bring to the table in classes? We all have our good days where you feel very much on your legs, throwing out triple pirouettes right and left like it's nobody's business, and you feel like your body is really giving back to you all of your hard efforts. And the reason why you are reaping these rewards is because of your hard efforts. They say nothing comes easy, and even though it looks like someone else can maybe just do something really easy, somewhere many moons earlier, before they were known to you, and because they were introduced to it before you, they will have started the work on that step or movement much earlier. Through many attempts at the same thing over and over, we learn the how-to. Once we have the how-to, we become reliable and consistent for others. Most importantly, reliable and consistent for ourselves. How reliable are you in your life? Can others count on you? Can you count on you? Are you someone that you would put all your trust into? I think the answer to that question can tell you a lot about yourself. And if the answer isn't a definite yes, then is there possibly room for improvements? And just like each day that you go into the dance studio, you work hard at being the best dancer you can be within the time that you have. So I think the most valuable lesson here, and I will call it lesson seven, is always be the best human being that you can be. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I hope I have helped you recognise some of the life skills and lessons learnt in the dance studio and how they can be utilised to help fulfil you more in your daily lives. Just like how we learn to transfer the lessons learnt in our yoga practice from the mat to off the mat. Namaste.